Chow. This is Rel Jackson. I'm a brand ambassador for Magical Pose. Magical Pose is a clothing line for men, women, and most teens. You can find them on Instagram, Magical Pose, M-A-G-I-C-A-L-P-O-S-E. You can find them online at MagicalPose.com, M-A-G-I-C-A-L-P-O-S-E.com. And you can even Google search Magical Pose Apparel and find their website that way. Now, due to COVID, you may experience some shipping delays from 7 to 14 days. Be advised, all orders will be shipped within 3 to 5 days after processing. Your, your first email is with the confirmation and receipt. Your second email is when it's shipped with tracking information. Free shipping on all orders, $150 or more. No promo code needed. Feel free and check out their catalog. They have things ranging from women's bodycon dresses, candy painted women's twist front tanks, zipper pouch, jackets, backpacks, crop top windbreakers, t-shirts, hoodies. And if you want a discount with the Magical Pose because you're with Rel Jackson, use discount code MPREL333. M-P-R-E-L-333. Thank you for shopping with Magical Poles. I hope you like what you get. Feel free. Hit me back. Let me know what you think. And I will see you guys later. Bye. Hey, baby. Ciao, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the back of the classroom. Today, we're going to talk about choosing friends. But first, I'd like to give a special shout out to the crew Entourage. They are dope group, R&B. I suggest y'all check them out. You can find them on Instagram. You even type their name into uh, YouTube, E-N-T-A-R-A-J. They even did an episode back in 2017, Riding Out Freestyles with DJ Magic. Give y'all a little sample. Alright, that's enough, that's enough. Yo, check them out. Dope group. Yo, I can't tell you enough. They even got, you know, nice little apparel. I'm feeling it. Definitely good for the summer, winter time because it's cold. This hoodie's definitely keeping me warm today. Uh, and that's part of what we're talking about, choosing friends. I know all three of them. And all good brothers. All good brothers. And um, not for nothing. A lot of people don't know what friendship is. They do not know what a friend is. They believe, oh, well, you know, if we laughing, we joking, and, you know, we having a good time, you know, we friends, you know? And it's not your fault, believe it or not. When you was a little kid and you went to school and your mom's father sent you to school, first day back, they say, you made any friends? 
So you interpret, you thought, hey, if I went to school and I actually spoke to somebody and we continued to speak, that must mean we're friends. And you grow up with that mentality and it's not until you get older. Then your parents change the narrative on you and be like, you know, those aren't your friends, right? Like, well, you never taught me what a friend was. On my first day of school, and most kids don't talk back to their parents in this way, nor do they have the ability to construct an argument. So a lot of children are at their parents' mercy. So we got to change the narrative. Just like how day in school. Did you meet anybody, right? Did you, are you friendly? Are you, you know, are you sociable, right? Is there anybody that you like in your class, right? Anybody, you know, did you identify who was smart, who knew the answers, who didn't know the answers, who was engaged, who paid attention? You got to gear their mind to what they should be paying attention to because children don't have the blueprint. Just like many parents who only seen their parents, aunts and uncles and what they thought they saw outside without really getting a background story. It was just whatever they mind put together and processed as this must be what it is to be a parent. Right. And a lot of times you compare what you had to what your friends had. So let's get into what a friend is. By definition, a friend is a person who knows and with whom one has a bond of mutual affection. Typically exclusive of sexual or family relations. Exclusive objective meaning excluding, a.k.a. not including. So a friend don't include that part, sex or family Hey, we have a mutual bond. Now, a good friend is someone who wants the best for you, right? So, do you want the best for me? And not excluding the brothers I mentioned, part of the entourage. I've met a lot of people in my life who I might have been down. And their solution was... Come on, man. Pick your head up. Smile. Like they inherently knew we can't let you stay in a place where you're going to focus on the negativity. We need to lift your spirits because a clear mind can think clearly when you're boggled down and you're feeling overwhelmed with negative emotions and you can't seem to get your head out of the past. Sometimes you need those good friends who can see that you're going through something and know what's best for you isn't necessarily to keep thinking about that i mean yeah sure we should learn from the past so we don't keep making the same mistakes but that emotional connection to what we were going through isn't necessary learn from it but then look at where you're at in the present the present is going to help you focus on where you need to be and you can look forward to the future and determine where you want to go then you still got to come back to the present right You think too much about the past and you're stuck in some level of depression. You think too much into the future. You're too you're you're, you're starting to be anxious. And now you got this form of anxiety because you're so focused on what's going to happen next. You're not even paying attention to what's going on right in front of you. And I don't care how many movies you've seen. They all say the same thing. Pay attention to what's in front of you. The here and now is so important because what you did already put you where you're at and what you do right now will determine where you go in the future. So if you want to correct a path, readjust your course, it's all about what you're doing right now. Although what you've done already put you where you're at, your future is dictated by where you at and what you do in the moment. So the longer you dread and think about the past, 
only keeps you at a standstill. You can't progress. So that's what a good friend will do. Now, my opinion, a good friend will go with you, help you out. A good friend will joke around with you. But if you are trying to get good grades and you got to study and you failed your test, a good friend's going to go, dude, you got to study. Bro, sis, y'all gotta, you got to figure this out. Like, we need to graduate. I don't want to graduate without you. Like, I want to continue to go to the next grade, which I want to be in the same class with you. Like, I enjoy your company outside of all the things you can't do when you fail in class. Right? Because when you're failing in school, now you're on punishment. You're grounded. You got to stay home. You got to get a tutor. You got to do after school programs just to get yourself back up to speed. And that's if you have that opportunity. Otherwise, you just might still have your fun because you're not in any of those programs. But then turn around and end up failing and then getting left back because you didn't take your education serious enough. Or the people around you didn't take your education serious enough. And I give you a hint. The better you do in grade school, the better junior high school you go to, right? If you can get outside your zone school. And when you get into a better junior high school and you do good there, you get into a better high school, if not your zone high school. And the benefits of that that you might not necessarily know is the world has a tier system, right? There's best of the best, good, average, below average, And it's like that worldwide, right? Because what happens is when you go for a job, they're comparing resumes. What school did you go to? Now, most high-end positions know the Ivy League schools. They know their names. They know your zone school versus a top-tier Ivy League school. Why? Because they've all gone through the process. They've gone to an Ivy League school or they might have gone to a zone school. They can Google it and look it up. Mind you, they got time to... After the interview, look through, you know, your recommendations, your schools and all that and look it up and see exactly where you're coming from and what you're doing. So if you got good grades, hey, make sure you mention that in the interview because you're competing with everyone around you. When you was a little kid and you had a race, the fastest. When you play sports, the best, the strongest, the most athletic, the most coordinated Even in sports, anything that you watch, there is a best of the best. When you watch a movie, they didn't get the scrub actor. They got the best of the best. Your Hollywood hits, the best of the best. There's certain actors that you know to look for, for good movies, because they're in the best of the best movies. Without thinking about it, that's what it is. We got beauty pageants. We got GQ magazines. We, They don't put your regular, regular people in these type of things. It's life is a competition sport and your friends should motivate you to be the best version of yourself. And then your friends, again, that's that mutual understanding like, oh, you're going to challenge me. You're going to help me get better. Your friend isn't going to hinder you. Your friend is not going to go. Never mind school. Let's go have fun. Well, do you want to be the best of the best or do all you want to do is have fun? Because your friends, you choose. You co-sign and they co-sign whatever it is you're about. So if you're more focused on having a good time and 
doing that, then yes, those are your friends because that's exactly what you want to do and you're going in that direction. Y'all are, are of like mind. Now, when you want to progress in school, you tired of getting bad grades, you want to get smarter, then you got to associate yourself with those smart kids, right? Now, although this is the back of the classroom, I've grown up and my last name starts with a J, it's Jackson. So by default, I was always in the back of the classroom. And it's not to say the kids in the back of the classroom wasn't smart, but the school had a system in which they had the leaning cards and they put you in alphabetical order. And I just so happened to be in the back and you couldn't avoid that. But it didn't mean the kids in the back of the classroom wasn't smart. And believe it or not, a lot of us were smarter than the kids who sat in the front. We understood the information. We wrote it down. We, we got it. You would look to your left. You look to your right. Ask a question. Be like, oh, you got it too? All right. So that's the same thing. All right, cool. And the conversation started because we understood the teacher only needed to teach those who didn't catch it. We caught on. We was like, oh, okay. We figured this out. Yo, so what's going on with this and that? And then we started having conversations. And the more we understood we were like-minded, the closer our bond got to a point where we eat lunch together, where we're, whenever we see each other, we're hanging out, we're seeing each other, we're child, we testing each other's ability to think and see where we can go and what we can do. Because I honestly think life is for the youthful. I mean, if you think about it, anywhere you go, you're going to meet people of like mind and people who are not of like mind. But let's choose... Let's say you get drafted and you go to the war. You're going to have people that you're in a platoon with. Yeah, sure. But there's certain people you sync up with a little bit better than others. Even if your commanding officer doesn't assign you someone, you still are with someone. And because y'all are both there, based on the circumstances that y'all might be in, your like-mindedness is to survive. Now you're, you're strengthening one another. You're challenging one another to do better and be better. In school, when you give you an assignment with somebody, all right, we got to pass. Y'all now have a line. Y'all are aligned in choosing what it is y'all want to do, whether it's passing this class, getting an A on this project. Y'all of like mind. So y'all start to build each other, challenge each other and do better. Now, whenever you got somebody who wasn't on the same level, you definitely had to say something because you knew you wanted either to do better or survive. And that's what we got to do. Not be deterred and distracted because... It's easier. Life ain't about easy. Life is about overcoming the obstacles that we are fully aware is out there. Life is not easy. Life will not be easy. Every day you wake up, it's a challenge in front of you. But the every day you get up and you knock those challenges out, the more confident you are about getting through it, the better you are when it comes to overcoming those obstacles. And of course, the better friends you have, the easier that journey becomes. You can go to any job. I promise you, most people tell you the work is easy. It's the people you deal with that makes it a little more difficult. So when you surround yourself with like-minded people, people who have that same mindset as you to get the job done, we're going to handle it and we're going to make things better. Your day is so much better, regardless of the obstacles you have in front of you, regardless of the things you have to overcome. If you got a team, you know, if you can choose your team, you want to choose the people who are like you, people who want to just get through it. But that comes up to another category. Everybody's not your friend, and depending on where you at, <clears throat> you should be able to properly articulate that, right? Because on a personal level, your friends are the people who have your best interest at heart on a personal level. When it comes to school, those are your schoolmates. In the class, classmate, right? At work, it could be a coworker, 
supervisor, they all have titles outside of who they are to you on a personal level. Personal level, those are your friends, right? But hey, listen, that's my classmate, schoolmate, coworker, so on and so forth. Because based on the infrastructure in which you're in, there's a title for that. Because not everybody has your best interest at heart personally. We might want to be at work and get the job done. That's cool. We're coworkers. You get the job done. I appreciate your work ethic. If we're at school and, you know, you get good grades and we're helping each other pass tests and we get study sessions and we get a group together and we just cram for these tests. And maybe that's just the mode that best helps you study. You can do that. Uh, let's say it's an organization. Comrade. We talked about going to war. Those are your comrades. You have a like-minded goal. There is something you need to overcome. And without those challenges, you get lazy. And when you get lazy, you get complacent. When you get complacent, you make mistakes. Life is ever-changing and evolving. I was just having a conversation the other day. Back in the day, cell phones were a huge brick. They made it smaller and compact. Then they came up with, for that, there was beepers. After beepers, there were two ways. Two ways became three ways. A three-way was you being able to text back and forth, which made it two-way a two-way. And then they added the phone feature and it made it a phone. Very shortly after that, all phones, they all became cell phones. And the two-way, I forget the name of the company, was extinct. No longer in use because all these cell phone companies decided to make make that the basic feature of a cell phone i can text you certain amount of characters back and forth with one another and we can talk which is why a lot of times you get your phone service they tell you talk and text because it was never all one thing they made it a bundle and now it's part of your service moving on to as technology evolves the world evolves so you can't stay stuck in one way because Life is ever changing. It's forever changing and it's evolving and it's growing and you got to keep up with it. So if you find yourself being complacent and your friends are complacent, then y'all get stuck in the past. When y'all want to stay more relevant, y'all want to stay and keep up with what's going on so you don't get left behind. And your friends will determine who you are, what you do. It's never, I was always told, it's never smart. It's never good to be the smartest person in the room, right? You want to be challenged. You want to continue to grow. When you're the smartest person in the room, there's nobody to learn from. So, start walking in the doors. Start walking through doors you've never walked through before. Start sitting around people you've never sat around before. I was always capable of making friends anywhere I went. But then I would easily filter out the people who was about nothing and stay associating with people who's about something. And I have a very unique attitude the way i am is like my mannerisms like i'm definitely more archaic with infrastructure and how things are i've never really adapted too much to this new wave of things it never really sat well with me i understood life was a competition but then it felt like it was weird that everyone gets a pat on the back and a trophy just for participating i mean just because you're there don't mean you were efficient or productive or even helped the situation get better sometimes people there and they hold you back how do they get a trophy like i don't know that kind of always bothered me so i never really liked it certain things i didn't agree with i didn't feel was either masculine or very i didn't just think it was productive for me 
So I definitely rub people the wrong way. I definitely speak my mind more than others. And I definitely, I understand in society, you can't say certain things and otherwise it can offend people. But rule of thumb is, hey, if you have nothing to say, don't say it at all. Doesn't mean lie. Doesn't mean say something out of character. And a lot of my friends appreciate that. You ask me a question, I'm going to tell you. Listen, whether you want to hear it or not, I'm going to still say it. And I still have these same friends to this day. Not because I'm saying things that insult them, but because they understand I give them 100% of who I am. Unfiltered. Just, listen, this is who I am. This is how I feel. Y'all get it. And they understand my point of view, even if it doesn't align with theirs. But they understand a different perspective because it gives them more to think about. I'm challenging them just by being different in my own right. And they challenge me just because I might not see things their way, but I can understand my way is not the way of the world some things i agree with some things i don't but nothing is 100 percent. so just being able to understand okay what's how other people think and having so many friends will teach me that people could have 80 percent of the things that you agree with and other 20 percent and they all vary in different categories and levels can be different and then you can learn to appreciate that and then when you find your friends who, even if it was 50-50, they agree with half the things you say and the other half you don't. That's okay, too, because as long as they have your best interest at heart, you can learn from them because your perspective grows. Your understanding of things grows because you can understand how other people think, other people feel, how certain things can come across to other people, and you build. Life is about a network of relationships. No business including this platform does not grow if i don't relate and understand how other people might think or feel it's that simple you can't tell somebody having this conversation with a friend you can't tell somebody how to feel 100 percent true you can understand or try to understand and listen to them but then that ends the conversation because i'm not going to challenge your feelings or opinion everybody has a f- their own interpretation of things their own feelings their own thought process and you have to respect that but there comes a time where when you talk to your friends and you're talking to people let's deal with the facts first and then let's talk about what you think or feel about it and it's not the challenge it's for me to understand you so if go back to something i said earlier if i actually what's the weather Let's exclude feelings. Tell me what the weather is. Is it hot? Is it cold? Tell me the temperature. Instead of giving me a feeling, let's be very specific. Let's talk facts. And then let's talk about your feelings or opinions. Because we got to change the dialogue. Because a lot of times, even today, even it happens to me. Like I have a conversation with somebody and there's no baseline established. The baseline should be what are the facts. Let's stick the facts first. And then after we get the facts out, then we can get to the personal opinions and feelings about it. This way, there's no misunderstandings because there are a lot of misunderstandings and a lot of arguments happen or debates, heated debates happen because there was never a baseline established. There's just, oh, you ask a question, I'm going to give you my feelings about it without establishing any facts. So let's establish facts. Amongst friends, sit down with your friends, sit down with your family members and go, listen, let's, let's talk facts. When we first have a conversation, I ask you a question. Unless I say feelings, I need the facts first. And then once we get the facts out the way, then I go, what you think about it? Or what are your feelings on that? 
this way we can understand what the facts are and what the feelings or emotions or the thought process opinions whichever category you choose to express because it's 100 up to you and i'm not to critique it because they are your feelings i can want to understand and you can break it down from you can help me understand you better and that helps build that bond because what's a friendship without that mutual understanding of one another right so if i ask you a question let's start off with the facts hey facts only what's this 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 and that right and then if you want to articulate your feelings opinion thought process so on and so forth start that off in a conversation you know what i think boom and it hit me with it you know what my feelings are boom hit me with it you know what how i think about this this and this boom hit me with it this way we can have an understanding of what we're talking about without me having to stop you and ask you a question we can just start off with it well according to google or according to my phone it's 30 degrees outside and it says 30% rain. I'm giving you something you might not have known that can be verified through technology, a phone, internet, so on and so forth. And then you can go, but I like this weather. I think this weather is beautiful. I love the rain. I love when it's cold. I like to put on this, this and that and cuddle up and feel cozy. Right? Some people don't like the heat because... You have to cut on the air conditioning. All you can do is take off clothes. And after a certain amount of thing, you ain't got no more clothes to take off. It's still hot. You got to go underneath an air conditioner and so on and so forth. Where when it's cold, you can put layers on to get you to that comfortable level. That's a feeling. And I can respect that. But we got to fix the dialogue between one another. Because all too often, we don't say whether it's a fact or an opinion. Or we don't ask the question so that it can be perceived for me wanting the facts not an opinion or a thought process or feelings so let's start a new dialogue let's have better conversations let's structure our words better so that we don't have any miscommunication or issues we don't have any conflicts because i believe all conflicts can be resolved through conversation we just got to understand we got to establish a baseline so we can understand each other right and I found something on signupgenius.com and it was a hundred getting to know you questions. And I think that's dope because a lot of times when somebody asks you, hey, you know, like, how do you get to make friends? What is it y'all talk about? A lot of times you do share your experiences, but you don't want to ask too much of an intrusive question. And some of the questions are, who is your hero? If you could live anywhere, where would it be? What's your biggest fear? What's your favorite family vacation? What would you change about yourself if you could? What really makes you angry? What motivates you to work hard? What is your favorite thing about your career or job? What is your biggest complaint about your job or career? Uh, What is your proudest accomplishment? What is your child's proudest accomplishment? If you have children, some people don't. Uh, What is your favorite book to read? What makes you laugh the most? What was the last movie you went to? What did you think? That's just to name a few. I won't go through all 100 of them, but it's it's a starting point, right? So if you can ask these questions, get a better understanding of somebody, right? Get some facts, get some opinions. And then you can go from there. You can gauge things because honestly, I feel you can learn from anybody from the janitor, the nurse, 
the CEO, the homeless person on the street, they're not there just because they enjoy being there. Something happened. And there might be a story there that's something you can learn from. Role model is somebody you generally want to emulate or follow behind because you admire something about them. But in all reality, you can learn from anybody. Just because they're not a role model, somebody you want to structure yourself behind doesn't mean there aren't other people you can learn from. I think you there's a one line of success you can follow when one person was successful. But that might help you be successful, but that doesn't make you necessarily all that knowledgeable. I think when you learn the mistakes people make, it makes you more well-rounded because when you learn from people's mistakes, there's a lot of knowledge in the errors, what went wrong, why it went wrong. Because I could teach you how to be successful. And let's just say cheating was that. You cheated on every test. You looked at the person who studied and you wrote down everything. Why is cheating wrong? Because you didn't learn anything. Learning is about making mistakes. So be comfortable making mistakes. Be comfortable learning from mistakes. If you're going through something and something went wrong, learn from it. Not everything is on you, though. Some things is on other people. This is what they did. And this is why they did it. So now you learn to make red flags like in sports, up oh, red flag that triggered something. Something's not quite right. I've seen that in other people. Something is wrong. I'm gonna challenge that. That's okay because you're learning something. Where if you only learn the right way and you've never made a mistake, some people might just call that luck. But if you ask any real successful person, they'll tell you they made a plethora of mistakes, plenty, right? They can write a book about all the mistakes they made. And the reason why they're still successful because they never gave up. So keep your friends around, learn from their experiences. Those those are the people who I believe will tell you the honest truth, right, wrong, and indifferent. And you can learn from that. A stranger might not be too open to telling you their errors and their mistakes. A lot of people don't like to admit to being wrong. Uh, the expression wrong and strong. Like some people really like that. And not judging but you have to identify those things. So when you have a conversation and it becomes a trigger up, I notice something, red flag. You just, you're wrong and strong. I'm going to fall back. I'm going to let you have it because it doesn't make any sense to be combative with somebody who's like that. You can give your perspective. You can give the facts and then you can give your opinion. And then after that, that's it. You just need to be heard and understood. After that, it's up to them to make up their mind. And a lot of your friends will still respect you after that. I'm like, you know what? That makes sense. And they want you to be successful. They want you to be good. So when you accomplish something, look how many people clapping are genuinely happy for you. And I look at the people who clap and put on that sad face like, all right, you made it. Because nine times out of ten, you made it, but they was rooting for your downfall. But they know life is full of obstacles, and you're going to run up across some more obstacles. So they might not be happy you made it past round one, two, three, or four, but they're waiting to see what happens in the next one. And now they're tuned in. And then you got to be careful with you sharing that information to them because they might be plotting against you. So if you made it this far on the podcast, I thank you for listening. I hope we got something from it. Uh, Rails Locker is up and running. We're doing good. I'm sorry we have a lot of out of stock options. Listen, it's, it's I feel like I got a good product and you guys like it. And, you know, when the manufacturer gets more inventory, the colors and sizes will be back up in stock. And 
I'm glad you guys like it. I'm hearing a lot of good feedback. Pretty soon I'll be posting some pictures on my social media to show you guys all the happy customers. And hey, if you got something, put it on your social media. Tag me in on it. Hashtag Rel's Locker. Hashtag Rel Jackson. Hashtag Back of the Classroom. And guys, check them out. Tell me what you guys think. I'm open to feedback. I am for the people. All right. I love you guys. I'll talk to you later.